In five, four, three, two. Hey, Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Stop what you're doing right now because it's time to dive deep into 90 News. All the latest news and rumors coming out of your favorite zip code with your hosts, Pete Ferrero and Melanie Rose. Oh my God, I can't believe what I just heard. Okay, here we are back again on 90 News. Melanie, it's always good to see you. Uh, touching week this week, uh, remembering, remembering Luke Perry. Uh, our show covered uh, the, the dreams of Dylan McKay, and we also did a Zoom call with a bunch of fans, and we all just kind of uh, remembered him. I'm still sort of uh, touched by that Zoom, Melanie, uh, and just hearing... Just how this has affected everybody. I think we all opened up a little bit and whatnot and just uh, how much we miss him and all that. Um, what did you got? What do you have? What do you have on that topic? of? Uh, well, since it was a, a very Luke Perry heavy week, I thought we would bring on Charles and Larry and we'd recap the Dreams of Dylan McKay episode. And then um, Larry can talk a little bit about our fan Zoom that we did last night. All right. So let's bring them on together. Yes. Yes. Let's okay. do it. We're like, when we do this show, we're figuring it all out on the fly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Charles and uh, Larry, it's good to see both of you. Um, Tough week. You know, Chuck, I wanted to talk to you about, you know, the dreams of Dylan McKay and revisiting that and seeing all the, um, you know, seeing Carol and how Carol and David knew each other. It was a very exciting week for the show. What did you think about the dream covering that? It was really, it meant a lot to me as well, you know, going back to that episode, as I had said on the, on the podcast itself, you know, that was really the culmination of two years of, of me feeling that I was a guardian of the character of Dylan McKay. You know, Luke was very forthcoming with me about what he wanted to do and how he wanted to do it. And my job was to, how can I execute and get what, what my, my star needs and still keep the show within the parameters of what the show is? And the one time we kind of went outside that boundary was the Dylan, dreams of Dylan McKay, where, where all things were, were open and it was the battle for good and evil. The show itself, watching it was just really, really moving, I think, um, in, in its entirety. You know, when you, when you take things out of context and you see him always making out with this gal and this guy, I mean, that was part of always part of it and the, and the trippy things that we did. And... Um, but it also underscored for me how hard it was to do the television series Beverly Hills 90210. And this was really, these and a few episodes that followed really helped my decision to say, I don't think I got any more in the tank for this one. <laughs> as far as seeing Luke's work, I mean, every time I watch any episode from that he's in, I feel that. Even if he's not a major part of the, part of the, the episode itself, he gives gives it all yeah absolutely um i'm going to share and we didn't talk about sharing this but last night i said to my wife what episode of 902 would you want to watch because we were very still moved by luke and all that and she picked season two this summer storm when luke uh, or when dylan um injures his ribs and the surfing and all that another just like i was just i was again tearing up at just you know seeing this person you know and the performances that he would deliver specifically there that's that's a she's a very a brenda dylan person so that was a very heavy brenda dylan brenda's there to rescue him and all that stuff um and just really just such a gifted actor you know and larry you know we got to we you were you joined the zoom for a little bit um what did you think about hearing what people were saying about about luke 
Well, I, you know, he obviously was a very important person in all these people's lives. I mean, they really were, uh, we had, uh, you know, it was quite a, an interesting array of people we had. A lot of New Yorkers, which I found lovely hearing the old familiar accents again. You know, I think we had Maggie, and then we got the uh, Melissa in uh, Boston. Boston. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like hearing her story, Chuck, I don't even hear, this gal has a, cutout, has a cutout of Dylan McKay in her bed and just got married. Her husband had to deal with that. <laughs> That was hilarious. And, I love that. Are there taking odds on the uh, on the lifespan of the marriage? I actually Instagrammed her today and asked her that. And she said, no. He said, said the bastard's still with me. <laughs> God bless her. She's a, she's a real Bostonian. A Massachusetts people, right, Larry? Exactly. I, I love Then you got Maggie in New York, and you had Fabi in Brazil, and um, Jen Len Ben up in Northern California. And there was just an array of, How many of, of great folks. Met? I think there were like 20 in and out. Yeah, 30 or 20 or 30. 30 in and out. Oh, and, yeah. and, and you know, Mary B is telling her story because so some of them actually had met, and, and Leanne Yokes was there also. A lot of them had met Luke and had this experience, which really was, uh, you know, life changing for a lot of them because they really, you know, he was their fantasy and there he wasn't real and he was just as, as wonderful and took the time with them. And, uh, and it was really cool. And uh, I had this weird, you know, because Jax is moving in for a second. So I, I was trying to find space for him in a, in a drawer to put his stuff. And I found that 500-piece unopened Luke Perry puzzle. Yes. A giant poster puzzle. I went, I didn't even know I had this thing. I must have set it aside for something or other. So that was kind of cool. And uh, They all started competing for it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. I, I have it here. You know, I, have to, I, have, I found a couple of things, actually. I found a license plate. And none of it's what a license plate. Ooh. Really? I don't know. I haven't I opened this stuff got, yet. Uh, I think you've got some donations to make to <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember yes. if I promised it to uh, to Darren Martin. Uh, um, but, uh, no, it was, it's, look, it's a, it's a, it was a tough week for people. The other thing that happened was I got to meet Chuck's friend, Carol Ida White. And I've had a conversation with her because she was a friend of Jed Allen's. And I'm trying mm -hmm. desperately to track down some of his sons to be able to speak about Jed, especially this week, because we have Randy Spelling coming up on Wednesday, That's uh, right. you know, who played Randy's father. I mean, uh, uh, Ryan Sanders' father. So I'd love to have uh, hear, hear about Jed. And he was such an important part of the show. So if anyone knows Rick Brown, Mitch Brown, or Dean Brown, please get in touch with us. Yeah, please. Well, if you know um, Dr. Browns, you could get them to send, uh, send me some cream soda. I love that cream soda. The black cherry also. You know, with, yeah, the, pastrami sandwich. with the black cherry with the pastrami sandwich is perfection. It's a good product uh, placement idea for uh, the podcast. Really touching, though, to, to, to have everybody together. Um, Melanie, you wanted to ask before these guys leave and we bring on someone else, you wanted to talk to them about the other thing that's going on with the streaming platform, right? Yes. Uh, Paramount Plus launched yesterday. It is a new iteration of CBS All Access. Um, Viacom, CBS, Paramount are all one now. Um, so they're offering a one-month free trial, and uh, they start at $5.99 a month for a paid subscription. There's an ad-free version for $9.99. And um, of course, Beverly Hills 90210 is streaming there because it is a CBS-owned show. And um, Charles had a couple thoughts to share on that. So, um, Charles? Well, let's let's analyze why it's called Paramount now and not CBS. The reason probably would be if somebody did a market research and Paramount scored higher because it's the exact same thing. It's the exact yes. same shows. Maybe it's a, a slightly different price structure, and but it, it, it's a way for 
a, a corporation, and that's all these people are. It's another corporate entity. It could be, you know, Xerox or or American Airlines. It's just called Paramount Plus or CBS or Viacom. They're all they're all intertwined. And um, and 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 then you know, how do you get how do you get publicity? How do you get eyeball? How do you get attention? Well, you do something and you you put out an advertising campaign and you call it new and improved. But as far as 902 and 0 fans you can be, it's the same stuff with the with the music track without our without our songs that matter to all of us on it. That's it. Hey, what happens with Pluto TV? Is there any mention of that? Yeah, actually, um, they're mentioned. I Wikipedia the Viacom CBS thing, and you know they're still owned by CBS and are still a separate streaming service. But they offer the ads and are slightly structured differently. So they're still a thing. Pluto, you know, you can still watch your nine hundred two and zero up through uh, season five. Yeah, uh, Pluto. I think Larry. I think they're just about like you know. Let's go back to the old library, the CBS. Right. Largely of the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and, and put that in the front of the the, the marketing. Oh, hmm. good. Cutter to Houston might be coming on. I'll yes. show you Cutter to Houston. You know, you got to at least do six, Lara. So Jerry, one but, show Jerry, I I've just... never been in a show where the producer pulled the plug on the show, Joe. <laughs> we didn't get canceled. Jerry Abrams canceled the show. I remember him, you know, I was doing I'm like, well, wait, what are you doing? So then, when he's just not going to work. He said, it's not going to work. I don't want to put any more work into it. <laughs> After five episodes. Well, um, that was Jerry is, Louise Fisher. The, the thing that you got to remember, uh, Larry, is that Jerry came out of sales. He was yes. the, the number one salesman. I know. For the CBS. This is J.J. Abrams' father. Yeah, who I really adore. The number one salesman at CBS for years. So as soon as he saw ratings have flat are not going up and <laughs> there's no demand for advertising, that's how he made the criteria creatively. It didn't really matter what we were doing. And isn't that kind of analogous to how it is with our music in the same corporation it was alex, it matter. Yeah. how's it doing in the market is all that matters it was, it was alex baldwin's first show i know oh. that we want to do another music show and we just talked about that before we came on so hopefully we'll slate that in yeah, somewhere. Yeah. maybe that'll be a special edition or something like that that we can pop in and and uh talk about what's going on with the music and how can we fix and solve do a that go fund, do a GoFundMe live GoFundMe to I pay think CBS so whatever we get like you know $55 and send it to CBS we've got all this money we're getting <laughs> to license the music license the music please hey crazy you know, telephone we'll do a telephone even if it's just even if it's just bring back losing my religion yeah, right. That's a good start. One one. Song and see how much that would cost and see if we could just do the one song. Can you buy it for streaming? Let me tell you, you know what? They That's just did a whole episode on Netflix on some show. What is that called? Song Stream? I forget what it's called, where they analyze the making of that song, Losing My Religion. And uh, and and they had it on there, so and they did a whole episode about it. I bet you REM would be like, "Yeah, whatever, go ahead, just put it well, back." They, I'm sure they're the long gone. Like Chuck said, they don't own the music anymore. I'm sure they don't own the music anymore. And Larry, you know who made that deal yeah. for them? Don Paskin. 
Ah, well, Don knows where everything is, I would think. He knows where all the bodies are buried. He's the number one. That's my, that's my daughter's uh, father-in-law. Yeah, he's the number one right. music lawyer in, in America, in the world, probably. Help wow. us out, Don. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Melanie. You had one more thing that you wanted to ask them about with this. Oh, yes. Oh, just one more quick comment on Paramount Plus. I thought our audience would appreciate. Um, I wear my MTV shirt today. MTV is one of the networks they're offering shows on, and they have a real world New York homecoming. So cool. they have the original real world cast um, from New York, you know, over 30 years ago, coming back together and revisiting the real world. So, you know, that's something that's right in our demographic, and I think it's worth a watch. Well, we did Unreal World, so yes. Oh, I saw yeah, we have for that, and it just was, are you telling me? None of, and they're all moving back in the house. You're telling me after 30 years, not one of you managed to have a family or a child? Or, you know, it seemed, <laughs> I, I, I was interested in the backstory, you know? Uh, <laughs> yes, I need to watch and get more information. I haven't watched it, but that's one of their headlines that they're leading with, is the real world. Well, since they're doing this, it's time now for more 90210 content. So maybe a 90210 reboot, a 90210 documentary. I mean, let's go, guys. The 90210 is one of the biggest. You got Peacock has got what? Uh, Saved by the Bell. And Punky Brewster. Brewster. Oh, so good, by the way. So, CBS, let's get behind uh, some more new 90210 content. Well, we're going to do our own way to do that. You know, we're we're going to have to uh, get behind the, the scenes and really hash out how we're going to do the writer's room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, fans put together that reboot and what they think we should happen 30 years later with Larry and I playing the network and the producers. So we're yeah. working. On yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should talk about that. I have I have a, a, one idea about that, not, which is... Yeah, I think we I, have we'll have a, we'll we'll have a meeting. Powwow. We'll have a powwow. We don't have to do that on the air. Right, we'll have a powwow. <laughs> to come back to Los Angeles and we need to have that Locations lunch that uh, we got. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. The rain check. Yes, yes. Yeah, that in two weeks, Chuck will be bulletproof, uh, and uh, you guys are getting ready That's to get right. your vaccine. Oh. Soon I, because, I can uh, do March, end of March. Let's Melanie, make it happen. Let's go. We'll do it. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll get it on the calendar. Yes. We've got to do it soon because I found out from a little birdie that uh, the Mullins uh, will not be based in California for many, many months now. Yeah, April 20th, we had, we had East. We had 420, huh? Four twenty <laughs> that night. That on Just purpose? saying. Um, so of course. Well, my birthday's four nineteen. So oh, oh that, well, that's, that's on actually. brand. I yeah. love that. I'll, yeah. I'll be seventy five if anyone was getting a cake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice we'll keep that in mind for sure. All right, guys. It's good seeing you. We have to move this show along. Uh, we've got some other people. To talk. All right. Cut yes. That out. Thank you both. Have a good <laughs> weekend. Thank Enjoy you. your All vaccination. the news that's fit and lit. All right, man. Yes. Good seeing you. All right, Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. All right, uh, Melanie, I want to bring on our friend from Us Weekly, uh, Sarah Heron, who, yes. did I say that right? Heron, Heron? Heron, Heron, whatever. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sarah Heron, who, uh, you know, we were talking about the Luke Perry thing um, and what had happened this week. And I really, you know, want to go back to that article that you wrote, um, I, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago, about all those really beautiful things that people had said either on our podcast or on the 90210 OMG podcast or just generally speaking the sweet things about Luke Perry. Um, was there any of the couple of things that you, that you, when you were writing it, that really touched you uh, uh, that was said from the cast? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I just love that I'm, you know, being able to go back to old episodes and resurface quotes. Cause it's hard to, you know, to keep up. There are a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of movie pieces with stories and trying to figure out what us weekly readers specifically wanted, want to know about a show that hasn't been on in a while. It's everything so hit or miss. So it's so interesting, but I love, getting to go back. Um, 
Yeah, I loved hearing from the actress who played Erica. I'm forgetting her name right now. But no, there's people who don't think about all the time mm-hmm. um, and getting their perspective. I mean, I think I cried watching Jason Priestley's clip again. Like, all of it. It's just, it's it's emotional. And I think you guys, your platform is a great place for them to talk about things. You can tell they're comfortable speaking to you. I mean, the Jenny episode you guys just had with her talking about Dylan, it was, oh, it's, it's cool. So it's really cool. Yeah. And I loved, I love what you did with that, uh, with that piece. And there were so many beautiful things uh, said about him. I mean, I know you're, you know, you're just the reporter, so you can, you know, it's not about your feelings about all of this stuff, but um, when you, when you, you were a fan, obviously you're a 90210 fan. Mm-hmm. And I ref- I don't know if you saw when we had Tori, I referenced your interview because I loved your mm-hmm. interview because it came across like, this is a fan talking to, you know, about fan moments that we all appreciate. But is it, has it been rewarding or as a fan listening to everybody talk about Luke? For me, I said this when we had that little Zoom about, you know, loving somebody from afar, right? I've never met Luke Perry. But then you hear everybody talking about Luke Perry and it's like, oh my God this was a great guy. This was, it's so rewarding to hear that as a fan was, is that, do you feel that as well? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a hard thing also with, you know, interviews and stuff with celebrities. Like they say, don't meet your heroes. And then you never know if you want to be, you're going to be disappointed or excited. And I feel like the general consensus very clearly about Luke is all amazing things. Um, And someone actually just asked me this recently. I was doing a podcast about just like, journalism and digital the digital age and stuff and how fast everything moves and it reminded me of with the day the news broke about luke we had like a bunch of people out and it was like so stressful and we were trying to get all the stories up and i like didn't register it and then i'm like hours later i was on the path train and i started hysterically crying people were just like staring at me and it just came over me so delayed because it's like reporter reporter or like news get it out and then it was like a delayed reaction so even yours like i remember that so clearly yeah, I'm going to play a couple of clips from the Zoom later, too, of, of that. But you mentioned the Jenny one. I wanted to just share that clip, uh, what Jenny said about uh, Luke when she was with us. Here's that. Yeah, I mean, it, it was oftentimes very confusing to even me. So, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. and my, even you know, even my own children, even my people that are very close to me, my inner circle, know how much Luke means to me and meant to me and um often wonder like what what really was it and i I don't ever like to really talk about it i don't like to you know i just it's it's a very um special place inside of me and i don't like to share it with people so i get that question a lot and i try to skirt around it as much as possible because he's just a very important person in my life. Yep. Nice stuff there. Uh, Just beautiful. All right, Sarah, anything going on with you? What's going on with you? Oh, well, first of all, let me tell you that the real world, they're only living there for a week. So that's why they could all leave their families and go do it. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yes. Um, I don't know what's going on with me. Not much. I'm ready to come back on the show whenever you need me. (laughs) I love an excuse to talk about 90210. And I mean, I'm I'm working on figuring out exactly what the Us Weekly audience specifically cares about so I can pull clips from the show and stuff. But I love when you send them to me and I'm always watching. So 
Thanks. Very awesome. Yeah. Hey, hey, got, you know, got, you're always on a, some podcasts. You're doing. You're talking about a couple of uh, uh, other shows, right? What is the show that you do on that you talk? About? <laughs> if there are any Bachelor fans who just need a place, you know, it's okay to like trash TV, you guys. And I love it. I do a <laughs> weekly Bachelor podcast called Here for the Right Reasons, and it's it's a journey. And yeah, um, yeah I do that with these news podcasts too. But it's all more you know gossipy. But I, the Bachelor man, it's just it keeps. So make sure you find that one. What's it? What's it called again? I'm sorry. It's called Here for the Right Reasons. Here for the Right Reasons. Check that out. It's Thank awesome. You. Stuff. I see you posting about it, and I'm like, I don't watch that show, but I want to watch that show now. But yo, uh, sorry, Melanie, to do this and divert nine news here, but we're both fans because we're both from Jersey, so we're both you know Real Housewives of New Jersey fans. All right, I mean, first of all, I have to say I thought this week the way they the way they teased, um, you Melissa. know. The, the whole, yeah, Melissa cheating and the text and all that stuff. And then it wasn't even a thing. It was just like, not cool, like, I'm not cool at all. I really thought this was going to be a big part of the season. And then it's just like some throwaway punk joke. I was a little annoyed by that. But wow, this season is intense. Jersey, Jersey comes around. It's always like they get into a lull and then they realize and they're like, okay, we got to bring it. We're, let's accuse everyone of affairs, drugs, whatever. The whole Ramp thing. it up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boy, Teresa doesn't stop. So she, oh my God. just when you're like, oh, she's finally coming into her own. Like she spreads a she spreads a rumor about another cast member's husband that's like totally not based in reality. He's so in Jersey. Who knows what's going down? Probably nothing, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Exactly. All right. Thank you, Sarah. It's always good Thank seeing you. you. And I'll hit you yes. up about coming on the show again pretty soon. So. All right. Hey, really, really quick before you go, I like your headbands. We're totally oh, in the headband club today. So yeah. great look. Thank, Thank you. Really. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. Good seeing you, Sarah. All right. Sarah. Bye, Sarah. Bye. Right. Bye. God, I love her. She's just so cool. It's just so cool, like can, reconnecting with my with my Jersey peeps. I mean, and she's yes. not somebody that I really knew prior to the to nine hundred two and oh. So, um, it's it's been awesome. Hey, God, that makes me want to catch up on Real Housewives of New Jersey. I'm a couple seasons behind. I've been seeing Teresa and her like super young hot boyfriend on Instagram, but um, yeah, I'm behind. I need to catch up. So you there's a lot of things me. here, Melanie. Hang on one second. I just I, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to. Organized clips. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You can Take see that. Time, I know you're in the. You're in the. Uh, in the. Yes. In the in I'm the... watching it unfold below the stream. So we talked about the Zoom thing. Yes, which was really I great, feel like by the we way. Said so much this episode, but also said so little. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're making yourself have to edit now. God. Uh, no, I don't. I, at this point, I feel like none, uh, even including this, none of this is going to be edited. I'm, I'm, I'm good with all. Oh, of you're going to let it all roll this week, huh? I, nice. I, I don't feel like even including this. I don't feel like anything has been. I don't feel it's like okay. there's anything egregious just yet. So, but it's always possible. Just yet. Well, because I'm, I'm just about to say how great your braids look. And like, oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, actually, I got some braid compliments on the Zoom last night after you signed off. Someone said how I think Thaddy mentioned the braids and how cute they were. So I appreciate that. And there was a YouTube comment about the braids last week, too. So I think I'm sticking Crushing with it. braids in 2021. Woo! Um, and by the way, that happened by accident, I think. It did, because one day we were getting ready, and I was like, oh, I really don't like my hair, and I just threw it in the braids, and you were like, that's a good look. You should stick with it. So I've been, like, bringing them back more. So year of the braid. That's it. Uh, hey, we were talking about the Zoom, and Larry and I both said some things about Luke in it, and um, I was going to share those uh, just a couple of those clips from what we had to say about Luke in the Zoom chat. So here's one of them. I don't know which one. Do you remember where you were and how you heard about the whole this whole thing 
Yeah, I was going to be start writing a, a, a novel. I had researched it for a year, and uh, and then I, I was getting ready to sit down and, and write, and uh, I heard that uh, he went into the coma. Uh, and uh, I said, fuck, I'm going to keep writing. That's what I did. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, it was a big deal. I, you, know, you know, it's kind of the like the Bukowski thing, you know, you drink when something goes wrong, you drink when something goes right, and then you drink to make something happen. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so you're all there, you know. Yeah. So that was Larry. Yes, it was. I think the fans loved having him there. It wasn't planned, so it was great of him to pop in. And here's what I said. I can't say enough about what I thought of Luke. At times in my life, I've tried to emulate Luke in moments to take it a little bit softer, maybe. I don't know. I just, I just wish, I just wish really, and I've said this on the podcast before, but I just wish that we had the Luke, the Dylan McKay episode. <clears throat> because I know that I know that Luke would have been all in. And I know that he would have called Larry and Charles out on shit. <laughs> and I know that he would have gotten a Shannon. And I know that he just would have been the coolest dude because Rory told me it. You know, Rory Carpus told me what it was like to spend time with him and get to know him as a human being, mm -hmm. as a person. So just thank you guys for supporting the show and and doing this because it means everything to me to have a group of people that I can talk to about Luke Perry with. <laughs> you know, it's, there's not a lot of people that you can chat with and everybody gets exactly what we're saying when they're saying it. So. Mm -hmm. thank, yeah. you. Yeah. thank it's you true. thank you very much oh that was so nice pete yeah well thank you i mean it's I like that. how i feel <laughs> you know yep. um and i don't and i don't think i don't think uh he would call chuck and larry out too much because i think he would no just enough just yeah, enough yeah exactly yes um well i just you know i i guess what i was just trying to say is just you know when doing this podcast, I never envisioned a moment where I would talk to Kathleen Robertson. I never envisioned a moment where I would talk to Jason Priestley in, like prior to it. Like I never had those, those moments. And then they, all those things happened and they're amazing. And as a fan of 90210 and to talk to them, it's just, it's so powerful to me, like to know that dreams come true, you know, and that, and not only that, but they're all really awesome people. Yes. Like I said to my wife last night, I was like, I don't know if like if we were doing a friends podcast, if we would if I would have that same experience. I don't know them. I'm not that's not a shot at friends. I don't I don't know any of them. But I do know that this group is they're all absolutely incredible, awesome, like loving, appreciative people. And um it's just it's really been nice to see that. And so, you know, when you when people ask me dream guests. I say Shannon Doherty always because like yes. I need to talk to her. Like I need to be connected to her because I know that she's like this powerful, emotional person. And, you know, and I know that she has so much history with the show and she's done so much for the show. Like Luke said in an interview somewhere, like we don't talk about Shannon enough in, in general, just because she, she gave so much in her performances in those first four seasons and not even just the first three seasons, like that fourth season, just even the play with Roy Randolph, something yes. that's really not 
something that's pivotal. I mean, and it is pivotal. But so she I'm turned not, it into something pivotal, turned right? It into something incredible. You know, like I wanted her to get the fucking part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I didn't want Laura to get it. I wanted Shannon to get it. So so we talk about Shannon all the time. Like that's my dream guest if I ever to talk to someone on this podcast. But what supersedes that in the truth is, man, how I wish I would have had Luke Perry on this show. Yes. Because as as, as we talk, if we're talking about Shannon, you got to talk about Luke too and what he brought to this show. And like, that's one Shannon, maybe one day will say to herself, you know, Hey, I want to talk to that guy. He's, you know, the show seems really cool, whatever. Maybe that might happen. Maybe it will never happen. I don't know, but Luke will not. No. And that's something I have to live with and, you know, and just take in and just know how, how upsetting that is and how sad that is. I, you know, listen, people ask me all the time if I would ever, because I make documentaries, whatever, make a 90210 documentary. And the truth is I would, I absolutely would love to do that. And I absolutely would love to talk about Luke to all of them. But I, you know, I mean, look, I'm not going to talk about this proposed documentary, but I would love to make one on 90210 and I would like for a centerpiece of it to be about Luke Perry's impact, not only in the culture of 90210, the culture of the world, but also like the, just his ability as an actor and all that. So anyway, I went off the rails there, but you know, we were talking. It's okay. To- it's an important topic, you know, and you know, for me too, it would have been my dream to meet him. Um, as I said, in the zoom, I had a chance to meet my other childhood crush, um, Mark Paul Gosselaar, Zach Morris. And um, it, it just kind of breaks my heart a little that I know I'll never have that opportunity with Luke. And, and, and Melanie, this is, this is, you know, we're, we're in the, we're in the deep end of the pool now, but like I had the opportunity to meet Luke and Jason in Parsippany, New Jersey that, you know, Amy talked about that in the zoom. I was supposed to go to Parsippany to do that. And I, and I didn't go. I just said, you know what, I'll catch them. next time. I don't remember. It was just some dumb shit that I had going on that day. And I skipped it. I just was like, you know, that will, that will, I'll, that will come again. It's, it's just, a life lesson, okay. right? The next just, time you have a chance go. like that, go, go, just go. Whatever the cost of the ticket is, if you're a fan Who of cares? something, you know, whatever it is, just go. But speaking of Shannon and Luke, I noticed uh, that, that she posted, you, you sent me these clips here and I, I don't know if I'm off the script here. I totally am. But she posted these beautiful images on her Instagram of her and Luke. And that's from Little Fish. Yep, yep, that's the Larry's pizza right down the street from the beach house. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there they are. That's a beautiful picture. Oh my God, mm. she looks so good. He, I just love them. Ugh. Uh, just seeing them all together, and you know, having those little moments in the podcast and talking to other fans about it, I think is really important that we just continue to share his legacy and his work and to talk about him. So that's what this whole nine oh news this week is, seems to be about. Is you know, like whatever else we're going to cover here is great and cute and fun and all that, but just making sure that we're all talking about Luke and how great he was as a performer. And I said on my post, which I have no right to make a post, I don't, I've never met him, but just how much peace his work gave me through the years. I mean, and that's for all of them. And I just yes. feel like they all need to know that and be reminded of that because I think that can get lost in in all of this, you know? want to do other projects you want to do other things but there's a group of us that like watch 90210 and it's such it's it means so much to us be, beyond beyond uh what just being a tv, TV show. show yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. absolutely yeah. 
Yes. Let's move um, on to some lighter topics, Melanie. Yes, you know what? This is a good segue. It's a lighter topic, but still ties into Luke. Um, I believe you have a hunt video of one of our hunters. Uh, I texted it to you at the top of the show. Yeah, I got um, it. Oh, cool. And so the task, this was from the Love 90210 hunt. It was to create a love poem uh, to one of your favorite 90210 cast members. And this one came from Dana. All right. Oh, Dylan, you're always chilling in your broken down Porsche. You decided to ride off into the sunset, of course. With your puppy dog eyes, you make me want to cry. Oh, that was cute. Well, not a lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there was a heart there. It was light, but, you know, the, the tears at the end. But, um, you know, and that's the thing. You know, we celebrate his life and we also mourn a little bit and grieve for him. So um, lots of feelings involved there. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, what other things are going on in the world of 90210? Let's see. Yeah, Price got a couple videos this here. Little thing. She is so adorable. She is, yes. There's this. Now, in my younger days, I used to throw a shag when I went to school, I carried lunch in the bag. With my- <laughs> God, that bubble is so professional. Love that. I wonder, I would love to ask Lindsay, and I will ask her one day, how many takes? Did it take to get that bubble? Was that a one take? Perfect was that two take? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Hubba bubba, baby. Yeah, she's cute. I think she was promoting the, the sneakers, right? The Air Jordans. Yes. Yep. She sure was. Great post. Loved it. And then Emma Caulfield here, right? Yeah. Yes. She sure is. This will be my fifth audition in the last week. I haven't heard back from any of them. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. I love her. And, you know, as we've mentioned before, she's on WandaVision, which I believe the season finale is wrapping up um, over on Disney Plus. And, you know, it looks like she's doing some auditions. So who knows what we'll see her in next. I can't wait. I love her. Uh, and then there's this. Okay, okay, okay. Do you know we have even more new shirts and merchandise at Beverly Hills 90210showshop.com? For instance, watch our Planet 90210 show with some sick Planet 90210 merch. Or want to celebrate at the Peach Pit? Check out this new shirt with a photo from Jill Henkel's collection. Or, oh my god, I know Claire Arnold fans are going to love this one. A little sex, rock, and really decent literature. Plus, for all you Larry Mullen fans, that's right, a get out of here shirt. And don't forget about our classic designs. We keep loading it up with more items each week, so head over to Beverly Hills, 90210showshop.com for all your 90210 stuff. Got my new Evolution mug. Two new items in the store that looks great. Two new items in the store. Hey, how about this one, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's out there on the store now, Beverly Hills, 90210showshop.com. And also, Melanie, I don't know if you know, but we have a Patreon. Oh, oh, interesting. This is something that is on there now. If something like that is said from one character to another, it has to be paid off. Two years ago, after I left, Brenda. When Dylan says, two people died, Kelly doesn't look up. He says, I left Brenda. She turns and looks at him. Which, by the way, as the audience, you're doing the same thing. You're like, what? 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 I came back because I missed you. It did feel like a reunion. You know, I mean, this is the the story is, I mean, what was happening in on the show was a real life thing. And don't take on Kelly Taylor. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> right. it, it just feels like the juggernaut, you know, crushing the ant. Right? Yep. 
A two. You sank my destroyer. When he says Oof. you sank my destroyer, I love how he says it. It's only it's so it's so Dylan. If you had to be stuck on a desert island with one of them, who would that be? Dylan McKay. That was just one of those. It's like, oh well, what if, what if she was hypnotized, and the truth came out? Hello. Kel. Stella. I thought I lost you. The audience is getting to see the backstage behavior of how Kelly really feels about Dylan, but it's not to Dylan, and unfortunately, it's to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> can't figure out how two people so obviously meant for each other can't seem to get together. What do you think, Aaron? Are they together? We're all allowed to have our own. Of course. Have our own interpretation. I mean, it's, it, it's a fun debate. Great stuff. Uh, that is good. I like the watch-alongs. I think for me, the watch-alongs are one of my favorites. Um, I love doing the Dreams of Dylan McKay watch-along last week. What was, what's been your favorite watch-along so far? Um, I, I loved watching with Lindsay. That's okay. part of the with us working on something. Like, I mean, I just love hanging out with her. She's just so personable and she's so funny. And she's like, she has like really good insights into those last couple seasons. And this is a place where we get to to cover a lot of those last seasons. I just I put Todd's uh, website up here too. Todd Herbert's edit.com. Hebert. I mean, Todd Hebert edits.com. You know, check him out if you need some editing work. He's hooked us up with that cool Patreon thing. Uh, yeah, so I think I think hanging out with her is always great too. Always want to plug away at our friends at nine zero two one zero OMG uh, Tori and Jenny's podcast. I know they're always covering some fun stuff. Melanie, is there anything else we need to cover for this week? I think we're good. It was a very Luke Perry heavy week. Not a ton of news going on, but um, I, I think we're good. We hit it all, and you know, once again, um, rest in peace, Luke Perry. We all miss you so much, and thank you for giving us the gift of Dylan McKay. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, then on that note, Melanie, I think there's something that you need to say. That's right. I'm going to say it. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning in again. And 9021 out.